Hey everyone, this is the Back of the Knife Podcast. This is Dustin Joseph. Thanks for tuning in to the second or maybe the first actual or official, if you want to call it, podcast uh, of the Back of the Knife. I got just me this time, but uh, I'm hoping to add a little menagerie of, of people. Um, I should have someone for the next few episodes or something like that. But uh give you a little background if you didn't get this the first time. I've been a chef for about 14 years, so let's just say I've cooked for that long. Uh, in a restaurant, in industry, and I have, I have a culinary arts degree as well. And uh, I thought that I couldn't find a podcast that really talked about food um, in the sense of restaurants, not about like making anything. Like I'm not going to make anything on this show. I'm not going to share recipes. We might talk about what menu, you know, what menu things are on, uh, you know, what what items or ingredients are on menus and how I've used it or, or how someone else has tasted it or tried it. Uh, but we're not really going to go through things like that. Like, I don't want to go to recipes and do it all Rachel Ray style. Not that anything's wrong with that. I know a lot of people like to listen to that. This is just not for them. This, you know, tune out now. You've been in a minute and 17 seconds. Time to turn it off. <laughs> for the rest... I'm going to talk about restaurants, particularly the life and the craziness that's revolved in it uh, that I've been a part of and that I've seen and, and that I sometimes uh, roll my eyes at, I guess. Uh, a lot of good things, some bad things, some fun things, you know. It kind of all goes around. Uh, everyone's a little bit insane for wanting to cook uh, or serve for that matter because it's the craziest industry you can be in, uh, at least stress-wise, I think. <laughs> Uh, so, kind of getting on to that, I got to take a trip uh, about two and a half weeks ago where I went to Chicago, and besides getting engaged, I also went to two really nice restaurants. I went to Alinea, and I went to Charlie Trotter's, and let me tell you, the, the restaurant, uh, it was insane. Uh, we started off at Charlie Trotter's and just had their vegetable, I think, nine-course tasting menu. And it was great. It was great. Uh, it was incredibly elegant and everything I thought it should be. I mean, the, the room was small. The ambiance was great. Uh, we did have a few cocktails, and they were expertly made. The, the wine we had was wonderful and, and vivacious. But the food, the food really took everything away. I, I expected the food to be something uh, obviously you don't see every day that fine dining hout cuisine if you call it that quality but I, I didn't expect it to be just so elegantly done and one of the cool things that I found out was that they actually don't have any walk-ins in Charlie Trotters all they literally have is reach-ins and apparently they get orders every single day which hey more powers to you man if you're ordering that much and you're on that point Man, that's awesome. That's awesome if you don't, you know, you know, just prepping every single day. And it's a small kitchen for one. Uh, and they have a, a, you know, bunch of staff doing all these different dishes like a normal restaurant would have. Um, excuse me. Uh, but we got, got to go in the kitchen, but the, the, the food itself was out of this world. It, I mean, the, the things he did with the, the vegetables that were, you know, serving the white asparagus just slightly blanched. Uh, we did have an egg that I think was cooked for about four hours. Absolutely, you know, had to be sous vide. Um, and it was great. It was crazy good. It was so good. And it was like custard in the middle of the egg yolk. I mean, there was, uh, if everybody's anybody's had an over easy or an over medium or something like that, but it still it leaks. 
This one had that wonderful gelatinous custard of the egg yolk, but but that was it. And then these were these great mushrooms to go along with it. Uh, one of the, d the dishes I remember was the dessert, and it had this uh, this uh, they looked like little donuts of creme brulee, um, and and it was great. It was amazingly good. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm yawning, folks. Thinking of the dish, I guess, makes me a little tired. Uh, it was a lot of food that night. But it was really great. Uh, and I knew, like I was trying to say before, I knew Alinea, I would get, I'd kind of get blown away. And, I, and I'll and i say that in a minute. But but Charlie Trotter's was, was elegant. And this is from, it was such something so appealing to me that, you know, I, I cooked out of his books before. I have, I think, three or four of them. And... I got to meet him and say hi, and it was a very brief encounter, but uh, but it was it was great, it was amazing, and and I left the night completely satisfied. And it was wonderful, and I was wondering kind of what uh, what the next night held, and the next night I just happened, you know, the whole trip for Chicago besides getting engaged was to go to Alinea. And originally I was supposed to go with my best friend and then all of us, and there that would be four of us, but we ended up just being two. And it was utterly, whew, utterly mind-blowing. It, I mean, from the what the the di the service ware that was that was being presented. I mean, one of the items was a was on a log, basically wrapped in seaweed, and had all these little amusés of of different seafood of different crustaceans and mussels and king crab and such to the lamb that had like the 60 different components on on the sheet of glass that you try you know you you made your own dish every every new bite was something different which was awesome to the helium balloon that pe most people if you haven't seen it on youtube check it out you know check out uh, alinea uh the helium balloon and it's an apple taffy and it was that I mean, it's just so much fun uh, and the, the the service there, the service was incredible. It was incredible. I can't say enough about the service. The food was above and beyond some of the best food I've ever had in my life, ever, period. Hands down, everything was cooked great. I mean, the some of the lamb melted in your mouth. The, excuse me, the, the dessert had crunch, had cool, had... Uh, sweet texture, sour. I mean, it had everything to it. Uh, and then, uh, so so I had that. So I mean, we were there three and a half hours. It was great. It was wonderful. Got to, got to see the kitchen there too. But one of the coolest things was, uh, or, or or made my night, I should say, was I just wanted to talk to Chef Ackett's. Uh, uh, you know, I've I've followed his career, uh, having his books. Um, you know, on on all the medias, you know, and and constantly watching him on Eater and seeing things like that, and I just wanted to try his food. I mean, I just wanted to see his whole vision. Vision, and uh, he plated up some of the desserts. And if you're not familiar with the Alinea dessert, um, I think I put up a video on my uh, Tumblr, which I'll give you a little shout out to. It's uh, Food Love. It's a Tumblr. That's the the the, this, the name of it, but it's you know tumblr.com uh slash food love as I, i'm pretty sure that is and i'll get that down eventually uh also if you want to email me feel free to email me at baconchef dot, uh, at gmail.com 
literally I'm the the only one and it is it sounds like it is not baking bacon chef uh, at gmail.com and I will totally totally take your uh, I'll read some responses if you if I got enough people here uh, and if you got questions or anything like that but uh, I got to talk to chef Atkins for a good like five minutes and it was really neat because uh, we talked about him coming to Seattle and we talked about some some Seattle restaurants because if you haven't noticed or if you didn't know where this podcast is coming from, it's coming right outside of Seattle. It's coming in Tacoma. Um, but, yeah, we talked about, uh, I guess he had uh, he had uh, he had been going to uh, some places when he came up here a few weeks ago for a, a cancer function or something like that. But he was trying to get into uh, the Lumi Island place, and it's only open a few days a week, apparently. Um, but what was really neat was he checked... Uh, like text somebody who was there and about a restaurant that's supposed to be absolutely amazing. So I thought it was hilarious because in the middle of, I mean, we're ending, it was our dessert, but in the middle of all this, he just, he had time to check a text message or send a text message to somebody and find out an actual restaurant in Seattle that I had not heard of. Um, and then he referred to, I guess the chef there was a sous chef with um, chef Thomas Keller at the French laundry. And I thought that was hilarious because he called him Thomas. Um, if you know anything ab- about uh, Chef Grant Ackett's history, uh, he worked at the French Laundry uh, for some years, and uh, I'm pretty sure he's allowed to call him Thomas. <laughs> but I thought I thought that was great. I thought that was uh, it was the highlight of everything. It was the the best meal I've ever had in my life, and it's hard to say that. And it was very long. Um, it, but the, but everything was there. The the ambiance, the the flatware was insane. The the service was crazy. It was great. It was the coolest thing I could imagine. I mean, it's just it was the it, it lived up to every expectation I thought of and and completely blew others away. I mean, absolutely completely without a doubt. Uh, so that was kind of my trip to Chicago. Uh, the food otherwise was wonderful. Got a little pizza. Didn't really like, go out much other than that because uh, if you've been to Alinea or Charlie Trotters uh, or if you're thinking about going, it is uh, very expensive uh, or, or more expensive than your everyday meal, let's say. Uh, you know, going from nine courses to 19, you can imagine how much the price is. So uh, one of the segments of the show, or as we keep going along and along and along, is going to be uh, news. And one of the things that I, it's kind of a, a slow news week so far, and I know it's only Tuesday. Um, but it's a little slow today. And the thing that caught my eye was that McDonald's executive chef or creative of culinary something, I mean, I don't know what he is. You know, I'm sure the title's great. It's awesome. I'm not saying he's not a chef or anything like that. He's, you know, he most likely went to school. He's trained to be one. McDonald's probably threw a bunch of money at him, and he said, sure. Because, you know, why not? Uh, You're just a McDonald's chef. It's no, uh, it is what it is, I guess. But he was comparing that you could have a 2,000-calorie meal at the French Laundry uh, to having 2,000 calories in McDonald's food. Now, if there's anyone out there, please raise your hand, write me an email, and tell me if they agree with this. Absolutely, you can have a 2,000-calorie meal anywhere, anywhere. It's not a, it's, it's not hard to do. I mean, for God's sake, cook with, do French food. 
in your living in your in your living room, huh? In your kitchen, and you'll probably start to approach uh, two thousand calories with the wine and the cream and the butter and the foie and the oysters and I mean, do any any sort of that. I I just think it's hilarious that you chose to to come after someone who is so fine dining, who is so ingrained in our culture in, in terms of chefs. Um, and in terms of doing the the right thing, and 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 you know, you I'm almost wondering if he realizes that you have those two thousand or or whatever calorie you know the, those meals over a three hour period, which isn't which isn't overtly long, but when you compare it to you know basically gorging on McDonald's food in fifteen to twenty minutes, if that, um, it's it's quite the difference, I would say, and and it's so. <laughs> so stupid that he wanted to compare McDonald's food with uh, Thomas Keller food. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. It's completely mind blowing to me that that the guy's an idiot. I mean, <laughs> I mean nothing against him, but but that's just not smart. I mean, it's this is the you're coming after a chef who is beyond decorated, probably the most famous, the most decorated chef. True chef, I mean, not 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 working for corporate, like created his own corporation, did all of that, went through the ranks, and and apprenticed and did everything. I mean, of of all the chefs and even the old school chefs, I mean, he's considered it all. He has three Michelin stars in two different restaurants on two different coasts. It's insane to me. That's I mean, that's a that that feat alone is so difficult to do. Most chefs are lucky to ever get reviewed by the Michelin Guide. If not, uh, just get one star, for God's sakes. One star it means you, you somewhat made it. He's got three stars, the highest, the absolute highest you can get. And this McDonald's chef, which it just sounds weird, just incredibly strange calling someone a McDonald's chef. This gentleman that works at McDonald's, who apparently is some sort of a chef or a culinary creative thing, uh, decided to, to come after him that way. It doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense to me. So, that was kind of what I wanted to address in the news today. I don't have anything else uh, too much. I think this was a good, nice little run that I've, that I've got going. I'm going to try and get this done almost every single day. Um... I'm also working on on getting up a proper website, but like I said, I really appreciate the 36 people that have that have clicked on this and decided to listen to it. This one's a little bit longer, so I hope you stick it out. I hope you like what you hear. I'll try and stop rambling or or ramble a little more if you like that. But if you have any questions or you want to email me, email me at baconchef.com. Uh, not baconchef.com. Apparently, I can't think at baconchef or baconchef at gmail.com uh, and I'll be happy to I might read some out loud I'm you know figure out some things but I also uh, uh, you can you can look me up on on Twitter which would be chef underscore Dustin uh, and I have a tumbler out there called food love and I'll get you that address I don't have that one ingrained in my head yet uh, because it seems like you have to have everything going but I, I post pictures there and some recipes and such but thanks for listening. This is Dustin Joseph again, and this is the Back of the Knife podcast.